You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hello and welcome back to Fan Critical's coverage of The Walking Dead. It's the season nine finale. Yay! Yay! And for the last of season nine, you have got me, Emma, your host, and uh, John. John's back again. I am back, yeah, by uh, popular demand. So, and, uh, well, hold on. Oh. And that's it, that's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> and even though he said he'd never, ever, ever do a comic corner again... He's doing it this week. I've been stiffed again, man. Yeah, this I know. is just bullshit, to be honest. Can't wait <laughs> but for this. I will, you know, He's prepared really well. I've, I've had to prep again. Yep. And thank you for listening. We'll see you all next season. <laughs> uh, no, but I joke. It is uh, season nine, episode 16, The Storm. And I'll, I'll set the scene for you a little bit. Winter winter has come. Yes. John, did mm. you notice the Jon Snow impressionist come walking out of the kingdom in that first couple of scenes? <laughs> I did, yeah. Fucking, he's pulled a bit weight, isn't he? Well, he's more. Sam than Jon Snow, it's or like a combination Sam, of Sam trying to look like Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah. Sam Snow. Sam Snow. Yeah. Uh, the Whisperers are still out there somewhere. Bit of time's gone past, and um, all the remaining people from the kingdom are falling out to Hilltop and Alexandria. Mm. And most importantly, it's a Greg Nicotero episode, so we know that we've got some weird ass fucking zombies coming out this week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start us off before we talk about our overall thoughts with my review quote of the week from Vulture. Okay. Uh, so shouting them out. Because uh, I do quite often, I really like their reviews. Oh, they never shout us out. Yeah, that is we true. We are negotiating. Randy. Uh, so this is, it's fucking awful. So it's talking about like Carol's response to everything in this episode. And they, they said, to be fair to Carol, she's now lost four kids. Mm. Sophia, adopted daughters Micah and Psycho Lizzie, yep. and Henry. The fact that she's not in a stress-induced coma is a miracle. Yeah, very true. And I've, I've got another one, actually, which is from the same article. So, Zeke, or Ezekiel, doesn't seem surprised when she hands him back his ring. Spoiler <coughs> warning! Uh, deep down, he must have known that Carol wasn't cut out for the fairy tale life, or LARPing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A LARP a minute. But, John, tell us tell us what you thought overall of uh, The Storm, last episode of Season 9, and uh, explain the <coughs> score system and give us your bloobs, please. All right, so uh, we score everything with our famed and trademarked blueberry system. Uh, you can score zero bloobs or five bloobs. There are bloobs in between, but they are all full bloobs. There are no half bloob in no our system. Halves. Why do we have no half bloobs? Because it's nonsense. Because it's nonsense. You should never score anything with a half. I'm going to give you my score straight off the bat. Yep. It's a free bloob from me. Okay, fair. I mean, after last week, it's not really surprising, is it? Yeah, and yeah. Um, well, look, they went Game of Thronesy on us by giving us an absolutely exceptional 
penultimate episode. Yep. Well done, Kangers. Yep. Kang has nailed it. All hail Kang. Last week was exceptional. Probably, I've said it, I, I, I think it's probably the best episode that they've done. Some will agree, some will disagree. I but 100% what, agree. But what I think we will all agree on is they should have ended on it. Like They should have ended the season on that episode. This felt like the start of a new season. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind setting the scene, but because obviously they're, they're trying to you know, create a little bit of interest. And I guess there's probably a little bit of uh, thinking about how the episode ends on the um, on the Alexandrian side. It's uh, it's positive. So I mm. guess they didn't want to necessarily end on, you know, loads of heads on pikes. But I felt like Sadiq's speech was supposed to be the, the positive end to the season. Yeah. You know, you, you end on that and it's like, right, okay, well, they're ready to fight to protect what they have. They're back as you know, one community, end on that. So mm. I, I can see what they've gone for because it is very Game of Thrones to just go, episode nine is the end of the season. The last episode is setting up the next season. Mm. But I just, uh, I think it missed missed the beat for me. Yeah, I, th- I kind of get what you mean. I'm going to jump back a little bit and just talk briefly about last week because of all of the episodes I could have missed hosting or being on this podcast, it had to be... Last week, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, I, I 100% agree with you, John, that it is the best episode I think The Walking Dead have ever done. Whoa. Ever. I, I, it blew my mind. And we joked a couple of weeks ago, when it was just you and me, that they were going to lose 11 people. You, I thought you were taking the piss. Fuck me, we lost 10 people. <laughs> you weren't even joking. You made me think you were joking. Oh, there you when go. When you weren't joking. Mm. But I thought you were, but you weren't. Uh, no, but I wasn't expecting it to happen like that at all, mm. and I it was just bloody spectacular. Yeah, that word hasn't been out for a long time for The Walking Dead. What, what, Angela Kang nailed it. What were your thoughts on the ones that were picked? I, I was just starting to like Enid. Mm. No, I was starting to tolerate Enid, and now she's dead. <laughs> That's not like really happy that we've lost Homicidal Henry, but watching Carol. <clears throat> like, That's so harsh. Oh come on! Hey, he's great. Was. I've never said that. Yeah. Neither of you. No, yeah, he's shit. Uh, yeah, watching Carol's reaction to that, or, or Daryl's reaction to Carol's potential reaction and then her reaction was yeah. heartbreaking. No! No! It just... Yeah. It, it, I had forgotten a few of them, to mm. be honest. Tammy. Yeah, that was harsh. That was, it was really harsh. Mm. Like, oh, just... I wasn't expecting it and it just blew me away. Yeah, there Completely. You go. There the you whole go. thing. Yeah, so then if you're going to follow that episode with this, what were your thoughts on this? You can't give halves, and I was torn between two scores, but I've made my decision, which I'll tell you in a moment. Uh, I actually thought that there were, as much as I agree with the fact that... Four. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's four blueberries, we'll get it out of the way. Four blueberry episode, and the reason that it's got four, not three from me, Mm. is as much as I agree that... It was a bit flat after last week. There yeah. was some really cool stuff in this. Mm. I liked the impact of the environment, some really cool stuff like walking through the snow, Negan and Judith, like some some of it I really enjoyed. And then for that reason, and, and actually for the fact that this season, this mm. second half of the season overall has been bloody fantastic. Yeah. It, it's a full bloop for me. Yeah. No, that's that, that, that's um, fair. It's... um Has some stuff I really loved. Yeah, I, I suspect that... Uh, this episode will kind of vary between threes and fours for for most people that mm. obviously use 
bloobs to uh, to score uh, Walking Dead episodes. And we welcome your uh, your blueberry reviews as well. Um, on Twitter, we seem to get quite a few flying in. We do, uh, which I love because um, it's a silly system. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, I can understand that. What, what do you think the what were the highlights for you in this episode? Very very simple. Uh, the uh, Judith and Negan. That's oh, wow. a funny bit. But that's recorded. That noise. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> <That's there. laughs> uh, Judith and Negan, just yep. fantastic. I okay. really love that. That's your highlight, is it? Uh, yeah, for me, that's the highlight of the episode. What about yep. you, John? What was your highlight? Um, well, you said it's a it's a Nicotero episode, so you're going to get some cool sequences, and you know the scary, and it's uh, it's very eighties. It's very Romero of zombies, kind of just slowly coming out of the snow. Oh, I've got a good title for that when we it's talk good, about that. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, came up um, so, I, so I enjoyed that. That was very good. Actually, um, my second favourite thing was the Nicotero zombies because <clears throat> some of them were gross. Yeah. And that bit where Daryl knocks the head off a frozen walker outside of Hilltop at the end was yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah, and correct to do so as well. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck cool. you, zombie walker, I mean... <laughs> So what we're going to do, as we always do, even if it is the last episode of season nine, we're going to stick with the plan. So we will talk through, um, obviously we've done our overall thoughts and talk through key elements of the episode, our opinions on those. Then we'll go to Comic Corner, where John will, shockingly, even though last time he said it was the last time, he will walk us through the Mm. differences and the comparisons. Walk, walk. Oh, oh. Not, even, not even intentional, that one. Mm. Uh, the differences and the comparisons between mm. the comics and the show. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want those spoilers, we will give you ample warning. You can switch off and come back at the end of the podcast because it is the last one for this hey, look, season. It won't be that spoilery. So if you want to stick around, go for it. I'm not Len. No, that is true. He's not Len. Definitely not. Uh, and then we will uh, end up with some kind of overall thoughts of season nine uh, mm. before we let you know all of the other stuff that we're doing next. Yeah. But before we get into uh, the episode proper, I think it's time for an advert. Hello. It's time for the advert break. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what we've been up to lately, then let us tell you what we've been doing. Uh, we have just launched a new podcast uh, as part of the fan critical uh, plethora of Universe. content universe if you will mm. uh, john and gareth have just started the worst of netflix yeah uh, the first episode is a corker i would not recommend that you try and watch the actual show itself or the movie Lear the lion but i would definitely recommend that you listen to the podcast because it is hilarious mm. and john we've got a new one coming up in the next week or so haven't we we What's do that? um so next week or oh, sorry next week next episode is uh, is gareth's turn um, to score a zero bloob. Has he done it? You'll have to tune in. But the film that he's picked is a film with Nicolas Cage. I'm describing it as a a low-budget Hollywood film, but a big-budget Christian film. So it's Nicolas Cage. It's left behind. It is abysmal. Yay! But is it bad enough to get zero bloobs? You'll soon find out when you listen. How exciting. Yes. Uh, We've also done some really cool stuff lately, uh, including our review of Captain Marvel. We just finished recording our latest Stephen King retrospective review of the Tommyknockers. (sighs) And we've got loads of really exciting stuff coming up. Our Game of Thrones podcast, Bastards and Broken Things. Yeah! And we've got a new episode coming out in the next couple of weeks, which will be all of our crazy theories. That'll be good. That's going to be good. That is our uh, piece de resistance, shall we say. Given that, 
given that we came up with many of these theories uh, when we first started out as a podcast, um, so we're saying like a year and a half ago, some of the theories are ridiculous. Some are offensive. Some are offensive. Mm. Baby out the window. (laughs) That could still happen. But we'll definitely be reflecting on those given that we've had two trailers, um, one that came out today. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be really good. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that too. It's one of the fav- my, one of my favorite things of what we do is uh, is the Game of Thrones coverage, especially the crazy theories. Mm. We've also just announced our next Stephen King retrospective review, which will be at Stand by Me, which is the film version of The Body. Yes. For once, a a short story, a very good one, and a fantastic film. Excellent uh, so film. We will be doing that and looking forward to doing that over mm. the next couple of weeks to yes. launch that for you very good. Uh, on our Castle Rock Critical and our Fan Critical channels. Last but not least, it is worth telling you that we did launch Patreon lately. Mm. Um, thank you <laughs> lately. very much to everybody who has already supported us. We're really grateful and we hope that you've enjoyed your exclusive Patreon member content. If you have a few pennies that you'd like to spare to sponsor us, sponsor us. Just a couple of bucks. Just a couple. Uh, you know. Bit of support. Uh, we will be utterly grateful for you to do that. But also, mm. it's not just thanks you get. You get extra stuff. So even on the lowest tier, you get um, Patreon member exclusive Cast It episodes. And they are fantastic. Uh, great laugh. Even I look forward to listening to them when I'm on them. And when I am on them, to be honest. Uh, But there are also lots of other different levels where you can commission podcasts, you can chat with us on Discord, you can get a shout-out in a podcast if you're choosing. Mm. You could even uh, appear in a podcast guest slot. That is madness. Mental. Like, can you imagine that? Can you, like, I think of some of the things that we do, and if, like, Game of Thrones just said, well, you know, if you support our production, you can just knock about in the background as, like... I'd be all over the show. A shop. wildling or whatever. I'd be buzzing. But we're talking about being a, a star. You, you'd be one of us. You could talk to me, for God's sake. You'd be honorary fan critical member. You well, could you, even replace me if you wanted. Well, hopefully you'd episode. replace me, because then I can be free. No, never. Never, John. Uh, but if you would like to give us a little bit of your support, you can find us as Fan Critical on Patreon, and we would really appreciate it. To keep up with everything that we're doing, subscribe to our podcast channels, please, 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 on all of the usual uh, platforms, and follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Fan Critical Pod, Instagram Fan underscore Critical. You can find us on Facebook just by searching for Fan, fan Critical. critical. And you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. But now it's time to get back to the last episode of season nine of The Walking Dead. (laughs) Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Right. So now it's time to go through the key elements uh, of the show. I've picked out some stuff for us to talk about. But if there's anything I've missed, John, then obviously um, keep it to yourself. <laughs> My writer's back. Yeah. Uh, so we, we open up, well, we bookend the episode, uh, which is the first thing I want us to talk about with yep. with Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about uh, some some great stuff at the beginning. <laughs> he t- he says, you know, we'll never forget the magic we felt in this place, the love, the acts of courage. Mm. Cowards die many times before their deaths. As yep. we head into an uncertain future, we all must be valiant too, mm. together. Yes. Um, this is where Kari Payton absolutely fucking excels is this kind of stage actor presence that he gives and you know a lot of the episode is very different to that mm. but I, I thought this was a great way to open it and given that it is a kind of lower tone slightly slower episode yeah 
I thought it, it, it marked it really well. What did you think about Ezekiel's narrations? It was good, wasn't it? He's good. You know, he's he's uh, he's an excellent actor. Um, in terms of this role, he's nailed it. For any comic book readers, you might view him as a little bit older than he um, than he appears in this, to be honest. But he's he's grown into the role. I think. I think he's got better as the seasons have gone mm. on. So fair play to him. You talk about it being a bookend. Is that a bad thing? Because no. it immediately. Well, I think it might be because it just immediately feels like that's how it's going to start and it's going to end with him. And at no point do I feel any peril for his character. Um, I don't know if I want that. I, well, I don't mind it as an outro. I don't think that you would know that at the beginning. I think it's obvious, though. I didn't. I No. <laughs> no, I didn't feel that at the mm. beginning, but I liked the way it then tied itself in at the end. Yeah. But also, I think maybe I'm saying that in hindsight, but I don't know. Maybe, uh, yeah. I uh, also think that losing Ezekiel at this point in the season and in his development would be stupid, stupid and, man, stupid and unlikely. Don't you? Well, yeah, maybe. So one thing that annoyed me, I was kind of like, I was like, why are they leaving? The kingdom, like, okay, it's bad weather, but I'm like, what? Why are they leaving the kingdom? Like, I understand that, you know, the the boiler's gone, but I'd much rather be in a house than just outside. Um, but obviously, as it pans out, you see that fucking the rot really has settled in. It's a fucking sit, like the roofs have just gone. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, man, bad, isn't it? Yeah, out of nowhere, <laughs> like proper fucked. Yeah. That was really I, bad. I assume, and this is kind of hinted at in the whole, we need the fair, we need the fair, that they were already struggling and then it's just all fucking gone to shit. Yeah, but so I guess like the, the boiler going is one thing, but fucking hell, like, I, I didn't think they were talking about literal rot. Like, it, it just it looked like a war zone, like they'd been attacked or something. Like, well, cold set in, fires raged, rot spread. It's knowing when to fight, keep fighting, and knowing when it's over. Mm, well, yeah. So we opened the is. episode. Yeah. Didn't even notice that End until you pan season. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was all right. I, I, look, yeah. I, I, I was intrigued to see where this last episode would go after such a brutal um, penultimate. Well, speaking about brutal penultimate and some of the good things that came out of it, one mm. of our kind of key character pairings in this episode is Daryl and Lydia. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. So we've talked about how we think that their relationship might develop and obviously towards the end of or at the end of last week's episode the penultimate yeah uh daryl kind of vows to to take care of lydia and you know yeah be her to lydia to lydia that's what people Seriously. are saying on on twitter dardia <laughs> dardia <laughs> no to lydia <laughs> right um that really tickled me it's uh could you see that coming that what him like being this because she brother. does, she, yeah, she mirrors him a lot. She is like this outsider. Thinking yeah. back to Daryl in season one. Oh God, yeah, hugely. Um, no, I mean, I, I think you could definitely see it coming. I'm hoping she puts loads of weight on and you know becomes a much Bulks better up. actress. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Jesus, man, Daryl in season one is like the skinniest guy. He's a little weed. Yeah, weedy. Weedy, nice yeah. hench. Yeah, yeah. I told you, I knew he had potential. Hot stuff. <laughs> Okay. The <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think I want. I wonder what you asked me about there, and I think the big brother little sister thing was was yeah. always really going to pan out, regardless of whether last. Is week it brother happens. sister or or dad daughter? Um, I don't. I think Judith and Daryl are more kind of dad daughter. Definitely I think, 
Well, you know, in terms of... Definitely not. Do you not... All right, stop no. shouting. Nonsense, man. <laughs> stop shouting at me. <laughs> um, no, but she's a similar age to... Or well, probably the same age as our dead Henry. And Henry was, like, Carol's daughter. How older do you think Carol is than Daryl? Henry was Carol's daughter. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Say it in. Um, well, no, he might have been. Well, like, I'm not talking about the age gap. I think I'm talking more about the relationship. Mm. So I think regardless of the age gap, I think his <laughs> protectiveness is more about teaching her on a level mm. than it is kind of parenting her. Maybe. Um, I wondered if you were going to ask me about whether they were going to get together sexually. No, no, Which, no but that's not. going around, and I don't like it. Do you mean it. it's going around? On the internet. No fucking way yes. is that. No way, yes. man. I don't like it, no. I don't agree with it, I disagree, because Daryl and Connie are going to get together, and I love that. No, that's not happening either. Oh, She'll be dead. The other thing that's going around is Daryl and Carol. Never going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen ridiculous. either. No. Um but I, I like their uh I like their chemistry or lack of it. I think the lack of any kind of serious emotion from either of them is great. Yeah, but but that is they are like that. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I'm not taking the piss. I'm genuinely serious. Um Lydia also has some interesting interactions with Carol mm. in this episode. So the yep. first one is um well the first one that they have on their own is where Lydia just fucks off and she's like, Right, that's it. I've had enough. Gonna go and put my arm in the mouth oh, of a walker, yeah. so it can turn me, and I can no longer feel the guilt. Right. Thoughts. I I didn't like it, and the reason is I'm sitting there, I'm thinking this is a 46 minute episode that took about five minutes, and I knew at no point was she in any real peril. Mm-hmm. So I was like, can we just get on with this? That needed to happen quicker. I also think now I have to say. It irritates me because mm. in the zombie apocalypse, zombies, yeah. In the zombie apocalypse, mm. um, you've got enough weapons. Just kill yourself. If that's because that's basically what we're doing. It's suicide by zombie, right? Yeah. Just shoot yourself in the head. Yeah. I I'd mean, want, I just think that's better. Yeah. For everyone involved, really, because <laughs> actually, if anything, being zombified is more selfish. I thought they're going to have to kill you again as a zombie. Mm. I thought Dick. she was going to. Um, that is true. Yeah. I thought she was going to stroke the zombie. I thought she was going to cut its face off. Why? To where? Oh, Jesus. I didn't think that at any point. You thought she was going to stroke the zombie? Well, that's well, yeah, because like, there's, there's no way it can do any harm. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, but she is like... Weird. She probably thinks, well, this is, I'm like this zombie. I'm stuck in the ice. What? Um, <laughs> you know, she's a bit of a loner. And this zombie obviously has been abandoned by its zombie mates. So that's why it's yeah. frozen in the, the thing. They were dickheads anyway. He's better off on his own. Mm. Uh, but Carol turns up, just looks at Lydia and goes, mm. come on now. Well, does Not she Not out though? loud. Does she though? No, come on now, as in what the fuck are you doing, mate? No, but does she though? I think so. Does she not look at her and think, go on then? I think... I think she looks at her and just thinks, we'll fucking get on with it then. If you're gonna. Mm, potentially. Potentially. Like she's not geeing her on, but she's also not going to stop her. It's like... Apathetic. Yeah. Mm, okay. So their second interaction, Lydia disappears, and we'll come back to the set piece that that happens in. Yeah. And Carol is the one that goes after her at this point. Yeah. And uh, she catches up with her and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? 
What's going mm. on here? Yeah. And Lily goes, I just, I know I can't cross that river because I know what's on the other side. So yeah. basically she's saying Hilltop don't want to, <laughs> she's, she's responsible for Henry being dead. Mm. And, um, and she thinks that if she isn't around, it's the only way it's going to stop Alpha from wreaking revenge. Yeah. And then she tries to get Carol to kill her. Yes. Yep. Um, which obviously Carol does not do. Mm. Spoiler warning. Yes. I so I I never believe that Carol would have done that in in this scenario anyway because mm. you could just see it in her face and if you if you know Carol like we know Carol, um, there's no way she could basically kill another kid for going rogue. If she'd have killed her. I'd have stood by her. I, well, no, I mean, I'd have been like that. What are you doing, man? But this would have gone up a bloob because... Mm. Shock value? It would have been like, if she'd have killed her, she'd have definitely split off from the group um, because she's never, like, going back to the group. She wouldn't be able to cope with her actions. She's done this before, obviously. But I feel like if she'd have killed her, split off from the group to then go after the, um, the Whisperers on this, like, oh, suicide mission. mission, which would ultimately lead in her... will lead to her death until Rick saves her. Um, that's not a spoiler, by the way. That's, that's definitely not happening. That would be like, oh, yeah, I can see where they're going with this. That would be awesome. That, actually, I didn't think about that. That would mm. be fucking brilliant. Yeah. Because, like, how much more can they do with Carol's character? Well, not a lot, really. Mm. She's pretty much she's that has out. been said quite a lot as well. Yeah, but I mean, let's face it. So, and this is not a spoiler. We've talked about this before. Carol is no longer a character in the comics at this point. Not for a long, <clears> long time. <throat> mm. And some things, some things to discuss in the um, in comic corner about yes. that. And um, so, her character arc is. I think it's it's done everything it can. Yeah, I think it's coming to its end. A bit like Morgan's did. Well, yeah. I mean, he's gone to fear the Walking Dead, though, isn't he? Yeah, but that's not in this show, is it? <laughs> that's in the past. That is true, yeah. Is that a spoiler one? I think that's a spoiler warning no. for Fear the Walking Dead. Um, we don't watch it. If you watch this, you know he's gone. And if you read the internet, you'll know he's gone to the Who Fear the Walking Dead. Who reads the internet? I do. Sometimes. Hello, internet. Can I read you? Hello, let me read you. I'll open your pages. Well, I mean, did you think at any point in that scene that she was going to kill her? No. Good. But but this is why I just think, come on, move on with this. Mm. Like I mean, the second scene is better than the first one. She's at least going after her. She's like, come on now, don't be silly. Whereas the first one is just like five minutes of her just sitting there with this zombie. I mean, Nicotero is probably loving it because he, that's all him, isn't it? But yeah, I I just uh, I was just like, come on, let's. I, I want to see how this ends. I want to see more Negan before this episode finishes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, which is a very fair point. I've saved the best bits for for the last. Oh. For the last. We're going to talk about Daryl and Ezekiel now because this kind of leads okay, on from yep. Carol a little bit. Right. So, well, Lydia's off thinking about <laughs> committing suicide by zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl and Ezekiel are collecting their, their arrow shafts from the uh, dead. Yeah. And uh, Ezekiel's like, so what's, uh, what's your plans after this, eh? Yeah. And then he goes, no, don't want you there. So I've well, finally because this has been doing my fucking head in because that is that's real. And mm. when he came out, like if he'd have done it in a like the the king nonsense, no, he dropped the act and he was like, look, can you fuck off, mate? Because like we, we we've suffered enough. I I can't be doing with you just knocking about. Mm. Um, there's too much tension between you and, 
and Carol, plus you remind us of everything that's terrible about our lives. So if you could just piss off, mate, yeah. that'd be great. And this is where Kari Payton really nails the king, I think. <clears throat> In that he does the big bravado stage actor presence thing so, so well. Mm. But when he drops that act and he becomes human, absolutely <laughs> spot on. Yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? Like a real yeah, human. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. he becomes. I'm a real human. Emotional. La, 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 la. Rather than a, a character on stage, he becomes a person. Yeah. An individual. And mm. this is when you realise what an amazing piece of characterisation this is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, him with Norman Reedus, I really like this scene. I thought they were really good. You mm. know, Daryl did his usual, I'm not even going to respond to that walk off yeah. thing. Yeah. Dick. Um, but, you know, I, I get it because actually, Carol was there with Daryl so so much longer before Ezekiel turned up mm. and sometimes you can be a bit like hey hold on I comforted your fucking fiance your queen yeah how did you comfort first her though, daughter eh? died yeah how did you comfort her that's what you're thinking you're thinking how, how have you jealous you've fucked her haven't you do you think 100% that's what he would think oh, I never thought of that they're always knocking about of one another he must be going he's fucked her definitely they yeah, haven't obviously that. but you know, of course he's thinking, of course he is. Come on See, now. See, I don't think like a bloke. No, but, no, I think you do because you are one. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I didn't think that. No, I, I think you did. <laughs> so. It's a really good impression of me. Well, as Carol says later on, when they uh, finally make it to the sanctuary, she says he only blames you because he can't let himself blame me. Mm. Uh, which which I think is, I think is, is not far off. Mm. And it's sad. And, I, you know, as Carol says, she's she's losing herself again. She's trying to hang on, but she doesn't really know what she's doing. And and I think we've seen her here before when you talk about where her character can go. She's just going in circles now, isn't she? Because she's, yeah. she's lost someone else that she loves and she's she's grieving. And I don't, I don't think she'll ever get over it. Mm. I don't think she'll ever be herself again. Well, that's it. And obviously, once you get to that stage, it's like how many times can you come back from where she's been? Uh, it gets to a point where it's like I I genuinely think if if I had to make a bold prediction for next season, I think she's she's done. I think I think yeah, she's. I agree. Whoosh, Which is a she shame. She should go cause... out like the, the old Carol. She like I suspect that all arrows blazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um she's taking her kills into the uh, in the hundreds next uh, next season. Down in a blaze of glory. I would say so. I mean, I have said this before, to be honest, but it just feels like too much grief. I don't think she has anything left, mm. uh, which is which is demonstrated by um, Ezekiel and Carol when they get to the hilltop in a, a section I'm calling the abdication and dissolution of the king and queen. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like a bored word today. Uh, so Ezekiel <laughs> says to Carol, um, in fact, do you want to play this? No. Oh, fine. No, yeah, we can do, yeah. Yeah, all right, go on then. I'll be Ezekiel. <clears throat> I'm doing Carol. <laughs> we made it. Oh, no, I want to do Ezekiel, obviously. Oh, for... Jesus Christ, man. Go on then. I'll, I'll do Ezekiel, you do Carol. <laughs> no, you just said I'm doing Ezekiel, so don't... <laughs> all right, so uh, we made it. Did we? I'm going to Alexandria tomorrow with the others. I know you have to do this. But I will never stop loving you. And I'll never regret the fairy tale. Why are you now doing Ezekiel? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was Carol. Yeah. So, yeah, 
Um, and then, yeah, Q, Return of the Ring. Yeah, brutal. Brutal. I did not see that coming. I didn't think they were going to... I thought she might go off for a little bit and get her head together. I didn't think she was just going to be like... What? Um, no, yeah. She's going to be like, no, that's it. I'm done with the fairy tale. No more LARPing for me. <laughs> I'm going back to being Carol. I don't want to be the queen. Yeah. I did not see that coming. And to, well, she's never bought into that, let's be honest. Like, the queen thing annoys her. Yeah, but she loved Ezekiel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I 100%. think it's really sad. Yeah, big Zeke. Yeah. And then I just felt heartbroken for him because he's just going to be lost without her. Shiva's dead, Carol's gone, homicidal Henry's dead. Mm. Maybe right. they might have kept his head. Oh, my word, They weren't on the spikes anymore. Wait, you were saying that... that was you last week. I was like, I know, I've heard it. <laughs> I was like, is that Henry on the spike or <laughs> is that one of the dolls <laughs> from Tommy Knockers? Spoiler Tommy Knockers podcast. Why are you doing it like... <laughs> Like Mexican or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's also a spoiler for Tommy the Dothraki in... Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bastards and la, Breaking la, Things. La, 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 la. And then Dro- Drogon comes over and goes... La, 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 la. <laughs> anyway, but if you want to know what that's about, go and listen to our, <laughs> our recap of Season 7 of Game of Thrones on Bastards and Broken Things. Yes, please do. And subscribe and leave us a review. Uh, moving on, we're, we're up to one of my favourite set pieces... Uh, and this is what I like to call Zombie River Whack-A-Mole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that works. That works really well, doesn't it? There's one woman in this uh, in this scene, and, and it stood out for me because I don't think you ever see the person's face, but their legs get pulled down. Um, <laughs> um, I was going, and then why are they pulling their legs off? She or he, I think it's a she, you know, lovely legs, but kicks the zombie away. And then just like stabs it in the head. But uh, uh, the whole scene, I'm like, who was that? I think it was just an, an extra. Oh, nice work, extra. Yeah. So like, what is you this? Love but a quality extra. Not... But they didn't show the face or anything. I'm certain. I mean, it was early when I watched it, but it's probably Angela Kang. Having <laughs> oh, a cameo. Yeah, imagine that. It'd be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, and... I might be tweeting her later. See if it was. Yeah, Kang. find out. See if it yeah. was Kang. Was that you, Kang? Was that you, Kang? Mm. That kick-ass kick. Yeah. Um, but this set piece was amazing. It was pure, like. Absolute Nicotero gold. Yeah. They're about to go. It's dangerous enough. They've decided that in order to get to the next way station, they've got to cross a frozen river in the mm. middle of Alpha's territory. Yep. And Territory. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Territory. And, and they, we think it's all right. It's quite stable. It'll be all right. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, zombies start climbing out of the mm. snow and just like, I've got to say, ah! I've got to say, some of them are pretty quick, all things considered. Bearing in mm. mind, some of the zombies are frozen. Yeah. And these guys are pretty rotted. But it was cool. Why weren't they making noise up? before? Sleeping and that? They don't sleep, though. They don't sleep. Television and that? <laughs> it's just like. Okay, good question, but. No, I mean, I don't now. care. I don't, no, I mean, I, I liked it anyway. That. Again, it's uh, it's an homage to um, to eighties, seventies, yeah, zombie nonsense and tremors. Um, and I tell you what, Len, he's not in this pod. He'd have fucking love that. Yeah, um, five five blueberries just for this, just for that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't really care. They weren't making noise, but I did think because they were quiet and they started just appearing. Uh, 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 there was yeah, I thought it was the yeah. whispers. So did I. And they do try and create that when. Uh, Michonne has difficulty cutting one of them because they're frozen. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, is is that a whisperer?" And she's like, "No, 
is not a whisperer. Yeah, and for some reason I've done that voice. <laughs> but, and it was for both persons as well. Um, but it was... Uh, yeah, I mean, it did help create this... Oh, fucking hell, was it them? Um, and they did that really well in this episode. Yeah. And, you know, it's worth mentioning now, we will obviously talk about this later, but we don't see Alpha and Beta until right at the end of the episode for yeah. a very minimal amount of time. But the threat of them is there the whole way through, and it's mm. really well done. Yeah. Uh, in this particular scene, also... Um, Leads us to a pretty cool zombie kill. Uh, we've not had a chance for this before. Zombie death by icicle. Went on for a bit, though. It's uh, like... Oh, yeah. Peril! Daryl might... Oh, no, it's fine. But again, like, I mean... <laughs> Look, if Daryl would have got bit there <laughs> and died, I'd have been like, that's a four blueberry episode, even though I'd have been like, how the hell are you going to kill him off? Like, for a because moment. Because I'd just be like, I would not have seen it coming. For a moment, I was like, they're not, are they? Oh, you're, not after you're last a buffoon, week. that's why. I'm not a buffoon. You are a buffoon. Okay. Um, they would never do that. But, you are correct, it was a cool kill. Cool kill. And that will lead us on to our new segment, Cool Kills. Of the week. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, I like, I like that, it was alright. Good, good, I'm glad. And that's one of the coolest things I think that we had. Uh, so let's talk I about... Know, was it? It sounded like it was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about uh, my favourite bit of the episode. Yeah, Judith, Dog, and Negan. Mm. Right, for starters, here, Judith, what the fuck are you doing? I know that you've lost. For a start, you've lost Dog. Mm. Awful at yep. this point. And then, well, you're walking in snow so heavy, you've had to tie yourselves to each other on a rope. Mm. You hear the dog, and so you, tiny Judith, decide that it's sensible to go running off into the snow where no one can see you. No one else fucking bothers to come and get you except for Negan. Why would I like that? Because dog's not dead. N- well, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I didn't think the dog was in trouble at any point. As I said last week, I expected the dog's head to be on a spike. That would have no! been mad. And the dog's just like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> that's what a kid's supposed to do. Yes, correct. They make silly decisions like that. That is what you're expecting to see out of Judith. Like, and again, it's not a silly wrong. decision. Like that's that's. What I would do if I was a young girl. And don't and get sometime, when you were. Some people think I am. But and don't get me wrong, I fucking loved it. But there was a part where I was going, Judith, no, you're fool. Correct. And that's what you should do as a viewer. <clears throat> but like, if she'd have been like, no, leave the dog. That's, that would be too sensible. No, leave dog. Dog doesn't even have a real name. We're more important <laughs> than the dog. <laughs> I'm just staring at the wall, weirdly, um, trying to think of words. Uh, fucking brilliant. And then there was a moment in the kerfuffle and the snowstorm where I was like, is that is that Negan? Is it's Negan? And of course Negan's gone after her. And I fucking like, brilliant. Must, it's too obvious, isn't it? But look, but, oh, go on. You're loving it, aren't you? Why are yeah, you tearing up? I just really love it. Crying, Daddy Negan. for fuck's sake. Deegan. No, not Daddy Negan, all right? She's got a dad and he's the coolest fucking character and he will be back. Yeah. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. Carl! Not even his fucking kid. Um, father, not the father. No, he's the dad, right? Fuck that shit. She's, uh, again, she's uh, like, I like Judith. I don't think she, she's a particularly good actress because um, she she was probably at her best in this episode because she's mm. acting like a fucking kid should. Negan going after her, I thought it was pretty obvious. Um, the fact that he was going to get her and there would be no peril. Again, I thought it was pretty obvious. No, yeah, it's like they. Uh, oh, come on, 
<laughs> but um, he's had his throat slit for fuck's sakes. That is true. They they have good chemistry, but I, I just think that you know. But I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he must just be like he must love acting with with this little girl. They've got such amazing chemistry. I love the two of them together. Mm. I really yeah. enjoyed them, and I think it's really believable from both sides. I'll tell you the weirdest part of the episode for me is when Negan's winding up Gabe. Language. Well, no, but it's like where it... <laughs> so he winds him up about the whole... like the Baby the, daddy. Yeah, the quadrangle or the triangle, whatever he says it is. Quadrangle. Yeah, and then he, he, he makes a reference to Father Gabe or not Father Gabe. Father, f- uh, father, not the Father Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, and then Gabe smiles. I'm like, you wouldn't smile there. Did he? Yeah. I did like, not spot that. Yeah, he smirked as if to say, oh, yeah, it's quite funny. And it looked like Eugene did as well. I mean, he doesn't even know what's going on half the time. But I just thought, why is this now funny? Like, this guy, he beat them fucking mates to death. Smashed their heads in. Like, it, for him to win them over with, you know, smart Alec jibes about this guy fucking his girlfriend and making her pregnant, and then winding him up about potentially raising a kid that's not his, he'd be fucking furious, not smirking. Come on. Also, it's Gabe, isn't it? I know, but if if your best mate... That, if fair. your best mate made that jibe, you'd be like, okay, mate, like, that's a bit out of order, but whatever. But if it's a guy that's beat your fucking friends to death, like, you definitely yeah. wouldn't be laughing. You'd be like, are you taking the piss, mate? We could just kill you. Do you think that was an accident? Do you think he just laughed because he thought it was funny as, as I think in the he actor? Just, I think he just was like, that's just classic Negan. And there's mm. there, there's a line where he's like, be less obvious. Yeah, which, you know, is a very good point. And I think Negan is, he's using that bravado to kind of keep himself going when actually I think he feels pretty fucking shitty at the moment. Mm. Uh, speaking of which, he ends up back in the hospital again, doesn't he? And then we get uh, Michonne and Negan, which I thought was great. Hmm. So as you very rightly said earlier, the last time uh, Negan got injured, Rick had just slit his throat open. Yeah. So this little, uh, this little bit of a injury, not yes. really so bad. Ruthless. Yeah, pretty ruthless. And yeah. um, but he, I, there's a, there's a line here that I really enjoy where he's talking about Judith because uh, I'm showing. I think he said thank you, uh, and he says she's a special girl and a damn spitfire. And you, you've been through enough, which is mm. why he went after her. And do you know what? I think fair play. Um, you're shipping Negan now yeah you love him don't you I've always loved Negan you know I have mm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan kissed me once yes Maybe I paid for like... it <laughs> that's such a weird thing to say <clears throat> but it is actually true yeah it's how pathetic you are it's not um, pathetic it is Je- I, yeah, there's nothing wrong him. with loving Jeffrey Dean Morgan the guy's a ledge yeah um, but I, I like his character but his character is a dick yeah He's more than a He's a murderer. I like, I like the way Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays Negan, which means that for some weird reason I'm I, I enjoy now, it. Go back and watch episode one of season seven. Now, and I implore you as listeners to do that as well. Just any highlight video. And you tell me how they can be accepting of this guy because he ran into the snow and got a little girl back. Like He still beat their mates to death. It was ruthless. He was a terrible man. Are you tearing up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really enjoying you going on that run there. But it's just like, I like Jeffrey D. Morgan. I think Negan's a dick. 
Well, he makes a very good point here where he says um, no one ever thinks that they're the evil one. I know. They've all done shit stuff. Yes, but they've not beat anyone's head in in front of their family and friends. They've killed people. They've killed people that they needed to kill. Anyway, I'm just saying that. Right, do you feel better now you've got it out of your system? Uh, but how did you feel about um, the interaction between Michonne and Negan apart from that? Like, did you... Obviously, we've been talking about him getting his redemption yep. and this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, how how did you feel this played out for you? Yeah, look, I uh, I guess I'll, I'll talk a little bit more in, uh, in, in Comic Corner. Yeah. It's going in the direction that I and any comic book readers would expect it to go in. Yeah, and I think I've got some questions about this for Comic Corner, so yeah. maybe we hold hold the rest of it. But from a non-comic book reader, I, um, I've i been waiting for this to happen at some point because I know there's got to be some kind of redemption for Negan, otherwise mm. why the fuck's he been sat in that jail cell for eight years? Yeah. Um, and and does, I really liked it. Does it help that the things that have hurt Michonne more are things that Negan's had nothing to do with, yes. really? Yes. Yeah, probably in the, in the grand scheme of it. Um, I think you know, Negan hasn't done anything really awful for quite a while. <laughs> He's been very good. Yeah. He's uh, he certainly got parole now mm. for good behaviour. Yeah. In this one cell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that is it. Um, you know, maybe we've now seen all the things that have happened once you know Negan and the Saviors are out of the picture. That is just as fucking awful. Mm. And there's yep. a new enemy they've got to unite against. Well, speaking of that new enemy, do you want to do you want to speak about that scene? I do, I do. Whisper a scene. Mm. Uh, so very, very small, but very, very interesting. Uh, so yeah, so a relatively uh, short but sweet scene here uh, in a number of ways. Sweet, <laughs> okay. maybe not the word I'm looking for. Short yeah. and sour, rotten. Uh, you got Alpha <laughs> taking her mask off. Beta's yep. helping her. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously. Beja says about her taking a bit of time out is good for everyone, good for the pack. Yeah. Uh, I wonder where they went. Well, I do believe that's been hinted at, John, has it not, earlier in the season? I don't know. Was it? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I did think when it was it snowing last week, I was like, what the fuck are they... What are the Whisperers going to do? Because they just live outside. Yeah. And um, it doesn't look very snowy where they are in the scene, does it? Well, no, yeah. So, I mean... They they say they've migrated, uh, but are they now back? And where they where they are in this scene? Have they are they still in, in that place, or are they back in that area? And has the snow completely gone for everyone else? So clearly, they're in present day, post big storm, winter, mm. all of that tragic. Talking about their little hiatus. Well, the good thing there is, as much as it might be quite brutal to watch. Alpha get whipped with that bit of vine. It looked a little bit like willow. <laughs> okay. That's what they used to use for cat nine tails, willow. Uh, fucking hell, I don't know. What? Well, look, as brutal as that scene is, I'd much rather be whipped than be involved in the shittest snow fight scene I've ever seen. <laughs> How forced was that? <laughs> I cringed, man. I was just like, it's too much. Also, I've got a question about that. I mean, you've got to end it on a slightly lighter note. First time I've seen Daryl like, do all that yeah, sort awful. of face. Awful. Like, What's he doing? Didn't like it. Yeah. Um, it, RJ's grown up all of a sudden, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. a ponytail on that. 16. <laughs> yeah, well old. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was a little bit... It's quite I get... funny for the audience as well, because 
It's like he's just a nothing. He's a nobody. Like, does anyone care about him? What, Rick Jr.? Yeah, and it's just like, who cares, man? You've got Judith. Like, you just follow Judith. Yeah, but Judith dies, RJ will take over. Oh, don't say that. That's terrible. Like, when Len was saying, can you imagine if Judith's head would have been on one of those oh fucking spikes? Oh, my God. Spikes? I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I was like, fucking, imagine that. The awful thing is that I listen to podcasts first thing in the morning when I get ready for work. So when shit like that happens, Good. it's really traumatising. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a little, it was forced and it was a bit cliche, wasn't it? But actually, I thought it was quite... Shit. No, I thought it was quite the right Shit. thing to do. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you kind of have to show that they're going to try. But I don't mind the kids playing in the snow, but like... What about Carol and Michonne? But Daryl, yeah, but they're all Is just Is it just so, Daryl you've no, got a problem with? Well, Michonne I don't mind, because Michonne's obviously... Parent. She, yeah, she's she's seen, you know, she's, she's elated to see Judith and RJ are okay. So, you know, they're playing around and... Look, I I think RJ and Judith playing is is fucking as cute as, but just to see Daryl and and it's just like <laughs> what the fuck, and then like Lydia, like, what is going on here? Now Lydia, I was Yay! a bit like, what, have you suddenly become all chummy with everyone? Yeah, like it won't make any sense. I'm gonna play snow fights with this weird person that we can't trust that's caused all of this ten people to lose their heads. Like, oh, come oh, on now, it's rough isn't it. Mm. One last thing that we need to talk about. Uh, radio is working, isn't it? Whoa. Oh, communication between the camps. Well, bookendy, isn't it? Yep, very bookendy. And actually, I think when you first watch this, you don't think, oh, now I knew that it was all going to be. <gasps> yeah, you might be right. You might yeah, be right. I don't think it feels that forced. Anyway, so you've got a lovely little chat between uh, Michonne. Uh, Michonne. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a lovely little chat between Ezekiel and Judith. Yeah. Having a laugh at the snowball fight and they're having a nice little chit chat. Oh, what are you doing earlier? You're doing a snowball fight? Oh, yeah. Was Daryl... He, he, oh, he loves it, doesn't he? He loves oh, he the snowball he loves fights. them snowballs. Absolutely loves it. Yeah, giggles, like you've never seen before. Okay. Prancing around. Prancing. Like a lamb in the snow. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. In my spare time, I write romantic fiction about Daryl Dixon in the snow. Oh, Dixon. Dixon. Uh, and then, so Ezekiel then goes, all right, over and out, little Judith. See you later. See you, bye. He walks out of the room. And what what happens then? Hello, is anyone there? Hmm. What well, the fuck? I thought fuck? it was more. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck was that? I had to go back and listen to it four times. Uh, Donald Duck's learnt how to use a radio. Well, he, well, he might have done. Um, he knows at this stage. Uh, yeah. So, um, who do you think that was? Well, I know it was, don't I? All right, so I think it could have, been, it could have been a number of different people. So it could be Maggie. No, look, it could have been anyone. Could but... be Jadis. Could be the Commonwealth. Could be mm. somebody completely fucking different. No idea. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. This is one thing we've sort of been missing, isn't it? The kind of radio contact. You knew when they started, when they showed the radio. and they. Sh- so that was a big part of... Um, uh, when Eugene and, and Rosita run into the Whisperers the first time around. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, of course, with the pylon tower thing. Yeah, and they you see him fiddling with it, fiddling with his... Uh, fiddly, fiddly. Fiddling with his toy. Oh. In, uh, in the last episode, I think. Yeah. So, so you knew that was going to come up again, and I felt like the season was going to end... Well, I mean, not just me. Most people felt like this episode was going to end with a radio transmission. So much so that I saw loads of videos on YouTube titled 
Rick Communicate on Radio with Walking Dead, last episode. <laughs> so, when the radio came up, I was like, oh, fucking hell, was that an actual spoiler? Is it Rick? And then you just get this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck off. So it's obviously definitely not Rick, because you'd hear him going, oh, um, But yeah, look, it's, uh, it's interesting, isn't it? It's yeah, good. I think so. I think um, it probably would have worked more as, uh, I don't know, like help or if they were in peril and it's... Because they're not real. Save they us. seem like they're right now. But look, it's intriguing, isn't mm. it? It is, and I think it opens up, you know, we know now that we're probably going to investigate a whole new community, someone who is just as technologically <laughs> capable as us. Yep. Um, us. Yeah. You're so deluded, aren't you? You're not a part of the show, yeah, man. Because you got off with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You no, just that's think... what I said. I said he kissed me oh, on sorry, the cheek. Yeah. yeah. Very close to a mouth. For money. Uh, but on that lovely note, I think that might cover most of our kind of plot overview. Yeah. 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 So it is almost time for the comic corner that never was meant to be. No. Uh, if you do not want any spoiler warnings for where we are up to this point in the comics, then do switch up by about five to ten minutes from this point. Uh, but John is not quite as spoilery as you might expect, and we'll only talk about things that have happened up until now. Uh, so what I will do for when he said he'd never do it again... I will now hand the reins over to John for the last comic corner of season nine. Hello there and welcome to another comic corner. Woo! Um, It's nice to have you back, John. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm speechless to be honest that I'm doing this again hopefully Len will come back uh, he has gone to the other side of the world um, but whilst he has gone I'm going to do Comic Corner in a very McCann way good um, which is I'll answer questions excellent um, there are a couple of things that I will bring up so the only I guess the only real similarities uh, for this episode is in the comics we do get contact on the radio. Do you want to know where the contact is from? Well, yes, because I'm sure some of our listeners will want to know. So spoil it for me, John. <clears throat> so the contact is with... And again, if you don't want to know, turn it off now. So the first radio contact that we have is with Eugene directly. And it is from a lady called Stephanie. Stephanie? Yep, Stephanie, a new character. Who is she? She lives... In the Commonwealth. Oh! So I suspect that that is the direction that we are going in. Um, Sounds about right. I won't say too much about the Commonwealth, but let's just say we are opening up the world of The Walking Dead um, massively. If you think any of the communities that they've dealt with thus far are big, then you're in for a shock. I'm quite excited about that. So we've mm. talked, we've kind of touched on the Commonwealth a couple of times uh, over over the years. Yeah. Uh, both podcasting years and non-podcasting years. Mm. Uh, not so much with you, but yep. then anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to meeting them. So that's very interesting. Yep. That was going to be one of my questions as well. So good. Good, good. Um, the only other thing that I would say, which is, I guess, kind of similar to the comics, but actually probably fills a, a gap in the comics because we... 
when we get the jump, the time jump in the comics. Yeah. Uh, so Ezekiel, he obviously isn't with Carol in the comics because Carol is long dead at this point. But Ezekiel is in a long-term relationship with Michonne. Mm-hmm. In the time jump, they are separated. Um, so I feel like... As in re- emotionally separated, not just having a like holiday. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. From each other. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. separated from one another. And again... They don't ever get to to meet up again because Aww. Ezekiel really wants to. Um, he feels like he's he's got his confidence up and he's excited to see Michonne again. And Michonne has has just been off. So I kind of feel like it mirrors the breakdown of their relationship in the show. Um, the difference is obviously in the show, um, Michonne. <laughs> but before she can make up with Ezekiel, his head's on a fucking spike. So oh, yeah. um, so that never happens. So I guess. It's kind of like uh, a reference to the comics, the breakdown in that relationship, but obviously uh, completely different. Uh, okay, so I've got some questions. Yes. Uh, is there also another reference to the comics in Lydia's attempt at suicide by Walker? No. Not with Lydia. I mean, isn't that how Carol dies? No. Oh, not really. It's sexy by Walker, isn't it? No. So, yeah. Okay. So, Carol... Okay. I mean, there might be a... a, a... I don't even think that's an homage. I mean, because Carol's lost it at this point. Um, she's, and again, this is back in the prison. So if we're mirroring the TV show, that's like season three, I guess. Season yeah, three, three, season four. four. Yeah. So it just made me think a little bit about that kind of. I guess falling so. In love but... with a walker, getting a bit too close and strokey with a walker. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Bite me, I love you. Yeah, and then it yeah just bites her face off. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. No, that doesn't happen with Lydia. To me, Lydia seems a lot more switched on um, in the comics. She's a bit more... I feel like she she's quite ruthless still. She's like raw, she's animalistic in the comics versus in the TV show, the the actress plays her in a way where she's quite... She's obviously vulnerable. I, I keep wanting to be like, she's wet, you know, like wimpy. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like wimpy, yeah. Yeah. In a, in a way, yeah, which is the the complete opposite in the comics. So while we're on the point of Lydia, does she ever try to leave Alexandria and Hilltop and that lot once she kind of becomes a part of their band of merry men? No. Again, you've got to remember that uh, in the comics, she's still with Carl at this point. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so there's no real so there's, reason there's for no her re- to... Yeah, there's no real reason for her to, to leave, much like in the show where, you know, Henry's dead. They won't be doing that in the comics. So, you know, Carl is going nowhere. New. Okay. Is there a uh, a big winter, big storm or weather change in the comics? There isn't. <laughs> so, I, okay. I, I I was interested to see the effect of... Well, at, le- at least at this stage, there is no impact weather-wise. You have to remember, in the comics, it's very similar... But the aftermath of Spiky Headgate yep. is Spiky it's, Headgate. It's still going, right? It's mm. what do they do as a community? And uh, okay, so it's similar in the sense that they are. What do we do? Whereas in it, uh, yeah, so in the comics, everyone is like, Rick, we need to do something. This is unacceptable. Uh, everyone feels like they're under threat. Um, and the scariest thing for the communities is that they are able to just go in without anyone knowing mm. 
Um, well, it's like Michonne says in this episode, um, you know, if we'd have been closer, we'd have known she wasn't one of us. Yeah. I mean, fucking hell. How did they not know? This weirdo walking around. Have you met some of the other people? That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, so I suppose the kind of the, the atmosphere is a bit different. Um, I actually think it's really interesting for them to have brought season into it because, I mean, that destroys your crops. You're mm. fucked, man. But yeah, 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 look, as I said um, last week, I was uh, I was interested to see the impact of a winter or like a devastating uh, like natural phenomenon, how that how that would affect not only how they live, um, but also the zombies. I've just thought about something. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the film Sharknado? Well, why Can you bring that up? Zombie Nado. Oh my word! Imagine that. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. That'd be great. Yeah, in a way. <clears throat> so look, not much um, in terms of detail because uh, there are things that happen in this episode that are very filler. Mm. And when filler episodes come along, there's not much comic corner stuff. Having said that, the radio is a big indication as to where. I think the second half of next season is going. I suspect that the first half of next season will be Negan heavy. But that's it. That's it for Comic Corner this week. So, you know, peace out. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, John, for coming back one last time uh, to do Comic Corner, mm. even when you said that you wouldn't. Uh, before we go... I probably had to, didn't I? Who well, else going to do it? Well, not Len, because he's fucked off to the other side of the world, isn't he? Mm. Uh, before we, we say Shake. goodbye for season nine, I'd like one one thing that you think will happen in season ten, some kind of forecast for the next season, uh, and I'll, I'll give you mine. Okay, I mean, so other than what I said about it being Negan heavy, yes, I think, bearing in mind that we are likely to get a Rick film mm-hmm. before, unfortunately, led by Gimpy, Scott Gimpy. Oh, Gimpy. I suspect that whatever happens in the film will shed light on the potential for the first Sorry, the second half of season Interesting. 10. I think Maggie will be back. I think Maggie will come back in the first half of season 10. Nice. Okay. I am going to agree with something that you said earlier in the podcast. I think Carol will die in oh season 10. Oh my God, why? Well, for all the reasons that we discussed earlier. <laughs> and well, I was just saying, why? I know. Like a viewer. Funny, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I do think that we're going to see... Um, what the whisperers can really do in se- in the first half of season ten. Sorry, <clears throat> but on that note, uh, on that note, I think <laughs> I think it might be time for us to uh, to say goodbye for, mm. for the Walking Dead coverage on Fan Critical. Season nine is over, uh, but don't worry, you can still hear our dulcet tones on all of our other content in dulcet. the uh, in the breaks before we come back with something new. Yes. So if you would like to carry on listening to the stuff that we do, then you can subscribe to all of our social media channels. We are at Fan Critical Pod on Twitter, Fan underscore Critical on Instagram, Fan Critical on Facebook, or you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. We've got some great stuff coming out in the next couple of weeks. Our Crazy Theories podcast. Crazy Theories! Uh, for Game of Thrones on our new channel, Bastards and Broken Things. The next episode of The Worst of Netflix is coming out soon with Left Behind, a masterpiece. 
in a way. Uh, that is due to be a great laugh and loads of other great content. And if you'd like exclusive content, go check out our Patreon and contribute if you can. Just a few bucks here or there, you know, it says nothing. But for now, that will be good night from me, Emma, and goodbye for season nine of The Walking Dead. I've been your host for most of season nine, so I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, John, if you could also say goodbye with your final comic corner. Yes, um, look, who knows? Who knows what next season uh, will bring us? I suspect not me. But this has been a great season and I'm stunned at how brilliant uh, Angela Kang has been this season. Um, I feel massively sorry for her that she's she's had to pick up the baton from uh, Gimple and the mess that he made of the last two seasons. Mm. But And I really do because like this show had like double triple the audience at one point um and i suspect a lot of them just can't be bothered to come back to this series they should do because she has been exceptional this season some of the episodes in this season are just absolutely immense so look who knows like we might come back we might for season 10 you might do another five blueberry episode for the walking dead we had our first i feel pretty confident that we if kang is still in charge emperor kang that we we will get more five bloobs. All hail Kangas. All hail Kangas. Laters. Laters. See ya. Bye.